Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. If you're using Facebook to bring in leads, close high-ticket deals, um, attract more clients, then you are going to love this interview because on this show today, I have probably one of the best people in the world uh, who's doing it, who's doing it for other clients, and he's helping people make hundreds of thousands of dollars per month online with just organic Facebook marketing. So in this show, I've got Sean Kemp with me today. He is a copywriter and the guy knows his stuff. In the show notes, just so you know, if you don't make it through the whole episode, he has his 52-page swipe file, which you will get access to once you hop into his Facebook group. So make sure you check out the show notes for that. It's literally better than most paid products I've ever seen um, when it comes to copywriting. So check that out. It's free. It's an amazing resource below. Um, and in this episode, just to kind of give you a taste before we jump in here, you're going to learn a couple things. Number one, you're going to learn how to use Google Documents, a simple Google Doc to pre-sell leads before they close. You're going to learn how to create offers that monetize other people's audiences. And then last but not least, you're going to learn how to write two steps, which if you don't know what that is, he'll explain in, in the interview, um, how to write two steps and why you should write them like a landing page as opposed to an ad. Okay. All that and a lot more. You're going to learn a lot. This is like a Facebook marketing, organic marketing masterclass. Okay. So enjoy my interview with Sean Kemp. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, how can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz and you're listening to the Podcast, Podcast, Domination. Podcast Domination Show, the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast that helps them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. Uh, but for for people who don't know you, don't really know kind of what you do, um, give us the rundown, man. What's what is um, what is that you do? What's uh, your claim to fame? Well, I have a, I have a unique, um, entry point into this industry too. Like, I feel like people get started in the high ticket industry and they only have like their, you know, their worldview of mm -hmm. this industry is just one thing, right? They, they see it how it is. Um, I came from, uh, you know, like the hardcore direct response affiliate marketing world, uh, where things are like super gray area. Uh, questionable, like super questionable marketing. And like, obviously I'd, I'd turned down a lot of stuff, even in the beginning when I wanted the money, just cause it felt so uncomfortable, um, especially in health offers. So, you know, I've generated multiple eight figures for my clients. I've written multiple million dollar controls. Uh, I've beaten dozens of million dollar controls. Uh, so those are very difficult things to do as far as like, I, I there's multiple different types of copywriters, right? So like, there are copywriters who write for this high ticket stuff and really you don't have to sell, 
um, you don't have to do the final sale. You just have to pre-sell. So you just have to get people ready to be on the phone. Yeah. Um, when you're actually selling, you know, info-based products, you know, I guess selling courses, um, and things like that, or selling supplements, uh, um, you actually have to take them all the way through the sale. Right. And when you're selling to cold traffic, it is an entirely different beast than mm. trying to sell to a warm audience. Entirely different beast. So when I entered this industry, uh, you know, like I had spent five or six years in that like super aggressive, try to sell the cold traffic, try to yeah. scale to like $50,000, spend 50,000 plus per day in ads and shit like, you know, those type of companies. Yeah. And then now to like, oh, we have a 2000 person Facebook group. We want to monetize that. And it's mm-hmm. like a totally different world. Um, but what's cool is I just took the directions, the, the same principles that I had in that world and yeah. applied it here um, and learned a lot, learned a lot of things that like don't necessarily like you can't pull everything from that industry here but there was a lot of things that were missing too like from there that needed to come here Mm. you know it's like most of the people were only converting a small tiny percent of their audience because they were only like selling to uh, for anybody familiar with the buyer awareness levels like you know five levels of awareness like they're only selling to like most aware people and they're not using language to like get people there yeah so move them along let, yeah, like obviously the last year or so, um, actually know more about like the last two years I've been focusing on this industry because I think there was a, there was a lot to be fixed, yeah. um, as far as the copy is concerned, how we convert customers, um, organic marketing as a whole. Um, and like, I find so much passion and actually like <laughs> discovering new things, you know, and like. Yeah breaking into the industry, you know, cause most of the people like me are, are not in this industry. They're, they're in, they're in real hardcore aggressive direct response marketing. And that's mm-hmm. totally cool. Like you can scale those. They're sell- multiple, uh, they're sellable companies. It's really cool. Cutthroat. Um, I find more, um, in, I, I like enjoy this industry a little bit. Yeah. High ticket done for you more like higher ticket high client services organic using facebook organic marketing primarily yeah i've seen you know i've seen like probably like you do like seen some people do it really well um but i've also seen people a lot do a lot of people do it like or struggle with it and go away from it or kind of like just dabble in it because they just don't know the fact that you have this really strong background in direct response copywriting writing on for like you know writing long form sales pages that have to convert on cold traffic um and you're spending thousands of dollars a day so it has to be worth it if you're going to spend that much put that much into ads you could get burned really quick if it's not um makes it really interesting uh because i think we both can we both have a fitness background you and i I was a personal trainer selling online info products at one point. You, I think you did the same thing. You sold, you sold some um, online fitness um, products, in correct? College, yeah. Yeah. I started my fitness company in college, actually. Nice. I was selling uh, fitness coaching. Uh, it was crazy, too, because I was selling it at like 300 bucks a month at the time, and uh, like 2013. And uh, I weighed, it was crazy. I made so many mistakes, man. Like that's a totally another <laughs> conversation. Like I thought I had to wait yeah. for my website to be finished to like start selling um, like stuff. Like, you know, I, I, I paid web developers that went dark on me. I, I basically went bankrupt just paying people to do stuff for me. I even mm-hmm. hired a co- like copywriters until I realized that I was better than them. Um, <laughs> I was like, I could write something way better than this. Um so I ended up, you know, obviously learning copywriting, getting into that affiliate world industry and, uh, right. and, uh, here I am, I guess <laughs> so, yeah, cool. fitness, fitness is where it started. Um, still really like, that's a good, uh, big passion for me more so health than fitness. Yeah. But, uh, I guess they go hand in hand at times. Got it, dude. Well, I, I, I know some of your, some of your stories that you're flexing hard on them. So for those who are interested, <laughs> Sean's, Sean's, Sean's pretty ripped, man. Um, but Dang. dude, so I want to read out some bullets you sent me this morning because I thought they're really good. And I think so it'll kind of get people set the frame for this, this interview um, and what we're going to chat about. So a couple things that caught my eye um, 
that we're going to chat about for sure is number one, how to create offers that monetize other people's audiences. I want to dive into exactly what you mean there and, and how that works. Number two, um, why you should write two steps like uh, landing pages instead of ads, which is an interesting interesting play on word. For me, it's interesting play there because I'm like ads, elite, you know, landing pages, almost the same thing for me in my eyes. So I'm interested in that, dude. And then last part is how to combine email and social media to create a storm of new buyers, which most people nowadays use both email and social media pretty heavily. And these people in our space who are selling like high ticket services, experts, coaches, consultants. Um, so this is going to be a really interesting conversation for a lot of those people out there listening. Um, and I've seen your copy and I've seen like the engagement your stuff gets inside of your Facebook group. And it's very, I don't know many people who can do that, um, kind of at will, like you've been able to do it. So we can dive in whatever, whatever, man. But, um, yeah, any one of those three, I guess we can keep it simple because I got it pulled up in front of me is how to create offers that monetize other people's audiences. We can, we can dive in. Yeah. So I can keep it brief and give you like the too long, didn't listen, um, (laughs) answer, and then we can dive deeper into it. And then if people have questions, um, while I'm talking about it, like just, just let me know if, if people are asking questions or whatever, you got it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there, there's this concept called a soft offer. And, uh, I really think we're in an age where, um, people are getting in front of other people's audiences. It's kind of, um, inception right now because I'm in front of your audience. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, it seems like it's easier than ever to get in front of somebody's audience, to get interviewed, to be on podcast, mm-hmm. to do this and that. It's like, you know, way better than guest blogging was way back in the day. Right. But the way principles easier, yeah. remain the same. It's like, um, if you have a higher ticket offer, it's unlikely that you're going to, you're going to pitch that in somebody's, uh, to somebody's audience. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, I, I do think that a couple things are underutilized um, when you're selling a higher price program. And uh, one thing is, is nobody even considers trying to grow their business. Like when they think of organic, they only think of like, I'm going to write content to my own community, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. to my own email list. And that's it. I believe that organic is, you know, uh, multifaceted. So it's not just your audience it's all your indirect competition that is holding uh, people that would be opportune buyers for your offer, Got it. right? So th- those people could be JVs, affiliates, um, and such, but it's, it, they become referral partners if you have a higher priced offer. Make them affiliates by creating something, something that's like um, a lower commitment offer. And that's right. where the soft offer comes in essentially. And it's an offer that should directly lead into whatever it is that you're selling. So obviously people are talking about these workshops, challenges, um, summits, live events, all these things, right? Those are just containers mm-hmm. for like the psychology behind what's going to actually turn, you know, somebody who buys this lower priced offer into an actual client. Right. right? And we were mentioning this before the call, but mm-hmm. it's like, um, if, if you were selling sales, what you want, one of the methods, if you were selling like a sales training, one of the methods would be like to give them, um, to do a challenge around getting them a hundred leads, um, or 20 people booked on their calendar. Cause what's the next step? It's like, yeah, Oh exactly. shoot, now I got to close these people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So it's gotta be, you know, you gotta really think through what you're creating, but going back to the point, you create this low commitment offer and you, you let's say you want to, you see somebody like, Hey, um, you know, it's going to be 97 bucks. That person has a 2000 person Facebook group. Let's do an interview together. Let's talk about it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to give them hundred percent of the sale. You know, the people are super weird about this. Give them hundred percent of the sale, give them 200% of the sale, whatever, mm-hmm. give them uh, a lot more than like 10%, 20%, 30, yeah. give them over hundred percent of the sale for the lower priced item. Cause you should be paying for those people anyway. And yeah. those are the, the highest, like, here's what I'll always say too. If you have a list of, of leads, nobody really knows like what that list is worth, right? True. But I'll tell you what, if you compare a lead list and a buyer's list, the buyer's list will be significantly more valuable to you. Absolutely. So yeah. if you're going to pay money on ads to build a, a list of leads, which I, I generally don't like um, 
you know, unless it, it's directly leading into your higher priced offer or, mm-hmm. you know, it's more direct, you know, we're, we're getting people on the phone because they have this problem, this problem, right. this problem, whatever. Um, you're going to obviously pay more for people with intent to buy. But yeah. when somebody buys from you, they have intent to solve a problem that you can mm-hmm. solve for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if you're paying somebody that, by the way, you're borrowing no like trust from them. So Got it's it. like, that's the biggest thing is like, I'm not selling to a cold audience. Like these people have no like trust for you. And exactly. now it's, it's transferred to me because why, why would I be sitting next to you unless you trusted me? Right. And if they right. trust you, it kind of transfers. Right. So it's a totally different exactly. state. Exactly. It's easier. It's way easier, obviously, in the back end to convert somebody who has a somewhat of a relationship with you because they met you through XYZ influencer or XYZ podcast host. Right. So you're like you're saying trans you're borrowing that trust and that goodwill essentially that you've built up into this person. I'm sure we've all built, we've all bought and sold products from people who have been on a podcast. We heard them on a interview somewhere in Facebook. Um, it happens all the time. So that low ticket offer, like you're saying, or that soft offer is, could be a masterclass or like a, or like a, um, or whatever. It could be a challenge. Um, essentially you said it's a container, which I love that word. It's a, it's a container of like trying to transferring value. Um, I kind of want to, so I want to segue there, dude, into, we've seen people do this, what is the what are the biggest problems people run into when they try to create a challenge or a masterclass and it doesn't work? What's typically the issues you've seen? Um, doesn't work as in it doesn't sell, or doesn't work as in it doesn't lead into the next offer. It doesn't lead into the next offer. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, congratulations if you sold a hundred units at ninety seven bucks. You know, you made ten k, but your goal is probably to make you know hundred yeah plus from a launch like that right so if it's not leading into sales calls you're not booking sales calls it's really just that you didn't properly decide what pain to uh, like essentially what you're doing is creating a painkiller um a lot of people create problem solvers products um or if you are creating a problem solving product and be like hey you can do this all like you can do this yourself or let me take that off of your shoulders and let me do it for you Exactly. Worry about doing any of it. I'll do it for you. This is great for people that are service providers like me, Mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. I'll show you my entire uh, strategies to write content that converts group members into high high price customers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And clients. I'm not worried about giving away that information because, like, first, there's going to be you're going to spend a lot of time doing it yourself, and you Mm -hmm. probably won't do it as well as I do it. Yeah. So exactly. I'll be like, you know, and, and it's just almost an irresistible offer, right? It just mm-hmm. like, it, it directly leads them into, you know, th- so that's one way. And obviously we talked about the other one, but it's yeah. just got to directly lead them, um, naturally lead them into the sale. Got it. And sometimes people create problem solving offers and there's just like this awkward, like transition like there's not a there's not a fluid transition you didn't think about it beforehand Mm -hmm. um and like if you don't know how it transitions and the language you need to you need to rationalize why they need the next thing you're not going to sell it got it got it that's that's a huge part so you mentioned like for a lot lot of people listening to this are are service providers that they have a high ticket um, agency or something like that easiest way to do is like show them how to do it, then offer them the done for you, the, like the, the shortcut at the, at the end of the day, um, in your, so, in your content. Yeah. And th- that's another distinction too, is like, um, people in our industry, this is probably a, like the biggest breakthrough, the biggest aha moments. Like when I, when I share this with clients is like, um, you know, everybody in this industry has been taught the only way to sell people is to sell them, on the what and the why or to teach them the what and the why and sell them on the how. Mm -hmm. And that's of course one very successful way to do it, but it's not the only way. Mm. So you can give them the do this, 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 and this, but here's how, like you're not going to show them how to do it or you'll show them why and why it's uh, how it's been so successful. And then you, you, you sell them the how, right? That's like the only way that people are selling in the industry. Right. But if Very you want to like stand out among your competition, you can do it multiple different ways. So 
would like, like we were mentioning before. Gotcha. Showing them the how is like the next is maybe the next level. Um, or well, so you can actually. So the thing is, is like people are are afraid. A lot of very successful people are teaching their students to teach the the what and the why and sell the how. This is yeah. literally how almost all webinars were written. Right. And they, they did it that way because it's easy to like, you know, for somebody that's not like a genius marketer, that's probably the, the easiest way for them to like get a result. Um, but that's only one way to, to get people to the next level. That's exactly. only one way to sell. You know, there's multiple different ways to sell other than to teach the what and the why and sell the how. Mm. In today's world, what are, if, if you could, share like an example of like another successful way we can name a person or a product or company, um, be it like a giant, like Agora financial or, or something else. Someone else out there in the space that's doing something opposite of this traditional way. If you have any examples, I'd love to, I'd love to dive into them. Yeah. Um, so imagine, you know, I'm trying to think like the right now we're, we're in an, we're in an era where people are more attuned to listen to interviews than they are to listen to somebody sharing a presentation slide. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I saw you, you mentioned Agora. So I interviewed uh, Fernando Cruz and, uh, they did like 24.8 million, uh, with a webinar mm-hmm. with a single webinar. And uh, he called it the Meganar essentially. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, his big thing is like teaching big ideas, we could do a whole nother thing on big ideas, yeah. but essentially um, the one that did so well is they had a, it, it was kind of like a pattern interrupt, but in, instead of teaching the what and the why and selling the how yeah. um, they were, they did it more of an interview fashion. What's to come, you know, more of a media style, like 60 minutes based, like, Oh my God, here's the opportunity. Got it. Um, so you'd obviously for somebody to fully grasp it, they, they need to watch it. And I'm not sure if it's still available. It was with Glenn Beck. Um, they, they interviewed Glenn Beck. I'm not sure. Um, if we can find it, we'll put it in the show notes. Actually the best example for that. But, um, like for example, the what and the why and sell the how is one way. Then we talked about before another way is called the cliffhanger, which is like, what we talked about, which is positioning your prospect to need your core offer by giving them the very thing they need to use it. So like, I see the, that's the sales not calls. selling the what and the why it's yeah, just, exactly. it, it's just create. It's, it's actually what uh, some people call gap selling, but mm-hmm. it's done in a different way. You're like creating the gap instead of finding the gap. So gap selling, right. if you read the book, it's about finding the gap in somebody's life. It's like where mm-hmm. they are now, where they want to be. The distance creates the value. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, you find out like, and and you try to agitate it to create the distance further so that you can increase the value of your offer and such. Right. Right. Well, Mm -hmm. this would be giving value, teaching, selling them on something that's actually going to create a massive amount of value. Like we said, Mm -hmm. you know, giving them, you know, seven organic strategies to, to, uh, get a hundred leads or 20 book calls or whatever it is on their calendar and then selling them like, Oh shoot. Like here's how to sell those leads. If you need help or if you want help on to sell those leads and what you're doing is you're creating like this gap where it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh shoot. Now you help me do X, but now I need to do Y. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You kind of created a new problem for a new good problem. Granted, they have a hundred calls. Now they got to go and, and, and close. So I like that idea. It's a great, um, it's a great model to like think and like refer back to those listening. Like the cliffhanger concept is really like creating a new find. Like you're saying, like they're not like just finding the problem. You're kind of creating a new problem or a new new gap for them. So I love that dude. Um, so we covered that in terms of creating offers, like you said, to monetize other people's audiences. Yep. A couple of good ones there. Let's kind of dive into the next point here, which is why you should create two steps for those who don't know two steps. We'll break down that down in a second like a landing page as opposed to an ad. Why is that? And for that, like what is a two-step for those who aren't familiar with the term? Yeah, so let's let's uh, kind of define two-step really quick. Uh, two-step is essentially um, a way to create attention, interest, desire, and action 
<laughs> for uh, to get somebody into Messenger. So um, it's to kind of tease somebody into an opportunity. Yeah. Um, like, here's a thing. Um, you know, very similar, I would say, to, um, you know, think about what are you actually trying to get people or how can you actually get people in Messenger? Generally, what people do is they're offering some, you know, free training that they did on X, Y, to help them get X, Y, and Z. You know, they have a cheat sheet. Um, My best performing one was um, for myself, not for clients, Mm -hmm. was around uh, my 52-page content swipe file. Um, That one, like, crushed. Like, every time I go on an interview (laughs) and I, like, mention that I have this 52-page content swipe file of two steps, like, people are like, oh, get me on that. (laughs) And uh, it's kind of ironic that i'm i'm sharing that right now but um but yeah i mean i've had people message me after and be like i paid thirteen hundred dollars for this um copywriting course and going through your free 52 page swipe file blew it away and it was because because it has like all the so i i put the 52 pages worth of like content that i've written that's generated millions of dollars organically but Mm -hmm. then I also like dissected them. I was like, oh, well, let me just create some templates based on the ones that perform the best. So I have six different templates, like the challenger two-step, like different types of two-steps that you can write Gotcha. Uh, in there. And it's, it's free. And people are like, you should sell this, dude. Like even 97 <laughs> bucks, just sell it. And I right. just like thought it was, uh, by the way, that's a great soft offer. It gets, it shows that I know somebody has intent to write two steps um, and I'm creating a list by the way, if you share it in a Google Doc and you have people request, then you can email collaborators. I actually broke the function because there was too many collaborators. <laughs> I can't even add any more That's people. Funny. I can't even add any more people. And this was just from like two or three interviews. Uh, I can't even add any more people. So I had to create a copy of it so that I can add more Good. people and a copy of it to add more people. And how you're collecting those emails is simply saying, hey, I'm going to give you restricted access to it, right? Like you're not just giving them the share with anyone link. Right. You just give restrict. So it's restricted access. They approve. So I know it's real people and they're not sharing it with anyone too. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the best way to deliver content without knowing people are going to, well, people are probably ripping it. Yeah. Um, there's, there's too many people for me to like sit there and police them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're probably, there's probably people selling the, the two step, uh, templates. I'll almost <laughs> take that as like a compliment. Um, cause I know two step templates would probably sell pretty well. Um, that's true, but, but still it's easy. It's, it's more gated. I like it. You know, I can email the collaborators. I can make sure that they're getting use out of it. Um, got I've it. got some pretty great testimonials from it. Um, but yeah, back to the two steps. I, I don't think I clearly defined it. No, so that is a two-step, like you're saying, like you offered value, you say, hey, like I've got this free thing, comment below if you want it, people comment, so, and then you get them into Messenger. So that that's so there's direct and indirect. That I would say that's an indirect one because uh, essentially what you want to do is, uh, I mean, everybody in business wants to sell. Mm-hmm. So like if you're giving away something free, your intention is to push them down the buyer journey to sell. So that's why it's indirect because you're not directly asking for a sale. Um, but if you present an opportunity that is around, like, you know, if you want to offboard your content to us, I've, you know, and, and you, you share this strategy and if you want us to do it for you, then comment X below that's direct. It's like, you know, yeah. or, or if I were to essentially write, you know, I wrote my soft offer workshop, um, two step, like if you, I, you might've seen that in the group, but that essentially was a direct, uh, two step because it made the offer in the headline. It was, it was like 97 bucks for this thing. Here's what you get. Here's how it works. Here's why you need to have it. Yep. You know? um, also, I always say like if somebody's new to copy, ask yourself the last time you were in a really tough position, like a really like gut-wrenching environment or a gut-wrenching situation. Yeah. And like generally what people in, in that type of pain ask themselves is three questions. They'll ask themselves, why me? Why this? Why now? Hmm. And if you answer that in your content or your piece of content, you'll have a successful post. 
Is that for two steps specifically or? Uh, I mean, it could be like, if you don't answer that on a sales letter, if you don't answer that inside of a webinar, if you don't answer that in an email, like you're not going to have success because you're Mm. not telling them, you're not answering those questions. Like you're in the business solving problems. And those are the three biggest problems that people ask. And I always say, you know, think about what problems you can solve that are bleeding neck problems. Essentially is like, you know, what has the most urgency in people and how much are, you know, cause people would pay anything to, to, to fix uh, their patch neck up a bleeding neck. Right. The right. Emergency room. Like there's no, there's no price tags on the door. No, you know, people just do it. They need yeah. to do it no matter what the bill is going to be, you know? Um, and that's totally around offer creation. We're just talking about content and, and copy gotcha. and stuff, but dude. So essentially um, we are kind of getting off, off the rails of like, direct and indirect two-step posts. And right. that's, that's for me, I never even knew that it was like a different type of variant of, of two-step posts. I've always done indirect ones. It's never like, Hey, you want us to do your, like launch your podcast in 14 days, uh, completely done for you. Like just comment below. I've never done that before. Now I'm thinking I probably should, <laughs> um, just to, just to get the conversation going. Yeah. So you can, I mean, you'll get less comments generally. Yeah. Um, then giving away something free, like we can get thousand comments on something, depending how big the group is. Yeah. Um, if like we're giving away something free, I've had, I think I have a post that did 3000 comments. That's um, crazy. I think the group's like seven or 8,000 though, but okay. still like, you know, or se- maybe 6,000. I'd have to look, but, um, it was, it was crazy. It, like, you know, and yeah. also there's a lot of social proof in two steps. So after mm-hmm. you get it over like a certain barrier, if you get a hundred comments, dude, like most people are like, shit, like if they're getting it or they'll also see the people that they're most engaged with, if they comment on it, they'll like see it again. So people will see it like three or four or five or six or seven times. And maybe they don't like say yes the first time, but after they see it like three or four times, they're like, oh my God, like this must be good. I got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Know? Um, but um, direct, you know, um, I mean, depends on the size of the group, obviously, but if you can get 50 comments on a direct post, that's pretty baller. I mean, if you get 10, even 10 inquiries on a higher priced offer, it's could be high. 20, 30, 40 grand easily Yeah, in your pocket. Um, I, so I want to kind of step back and ask this before, before diving in deeper. Uh, so why, why should two steps be more like landing pages as opposed to ads. And I want to kind of make sure there's a clear distinction between two. Before. Yeah. So I think that kind of leads also into the next thing is that, um, I really believe that two steps right now for everybody that notices, um, they have lifespan. So, um, as in like, they could like, you can continually push traffic to those two steps for a year down the line. Um, and if you keep them in announcements, they're essentially landing pages um, for new group members too. So, um, or if you're doing it for your for your friends list, it might be a little bit different. But generally, when people are talking about two steps, they're doing them in groups. Yeah. And anytime somebody joins, you can you can be like, uh, oh, based on the answers or the questions that they ask, you can essentially do three, two steps around three different problems that you might help solve and then ask in the group questions, one of those problems. Uh, and then based on their answer, you could be like, because of, because you answer this, like maybe you have a concierge, which is your setter. Yeah. Uh, and you have them tag them in this post. Hey, this, this, uh, this might be really helpful to you. And it could be around that free guide or free strategy to solve that, that problem. Right. That's so a great it's more point. of a landing page mm-hmm. in the sense that like what I say is like generally your business will have like three to four pillars, mm-hmm. whatever, create a two step for each of those pillars and then use it as a landing page. Every time somebody tries to join the group or anytime, you know, um, you can push, um, you like you can come up new, with new hooks and new angles yeah. just to get people there um, through email. Um, anytime you're on an interview and somebody else's uh, audience yeah. Um, when you're pushing people to the group, you can get them on there. So now what about if someone has multiple different products, would you create like, say you've got like a core offer, a backend offer, maybe a masterclass. Those are all three different vehicles or and products. Would you go about, and they, they, have, they have like a Facebook group of like 2000 people. And these people are all like in the market, but depending on what stage of business they're at, they may be good for the, for the low ticket item, the core offer or the high ticket, like backend offer. Would you create 
two steps for all of those and then ask that question and then kind of like people answer yes or no to that question or whatever it is, you would probably link that two-step to that maybe that free resource or that indirect two-step to that person. Am I making sense or? Yeah, so you're you're saying like create two steps for each offer. Correct. Direct, yeah. direct two steps for each offer. Yeah. And then, um, and then link people to them if they answer a certain question. Correct. Questions. You can do that. I would suggest that if somebody's new to joining your community, I'd rather plug them into some type of, so like with each offer, you should have a soft offer, something that would like lead them directly into it. So you're not gotcha. hard selling somebody, yeah. you know, like a heart, like, you, you know, uh, some people don't take it well when they're hard sold, like the minute they get into a group. So yeah. if you like your soft offers are essentially soft selling. Um, mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's like you're soft selling people. Like most of us don't, don't really care about a $97. Sale. Like I don't care that if I like sell, um, you know, like it, the, I don't make all my money selling small, mm-hmm. lower ticket items. Not, exactly. not to say that those are bad. Like, I, you know, plenty of people have scaled businesses that don't sell right. products over, uh, 47 bucks, but yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, writing two steps for, for all of those, but I, I'd rather write they two give steps around them? soft offers that will lead into those main things. Like got it. getting okay. somebody, uh, writing a two step around a mastermind is, is, is yeah, it's like way down the line of the buyer journey. And I don't think that person's there yet. Gotcha. So, you know, we want to get that timing right. And I think that like soft, um, soft selling is, is the best way to kind of decipher where somebody is in the buyer journey, you Got know? It. So. Mm-hmm. Got it. So if you have a, so let's just say you have a low ticket product or an item like a masterclass a workshop, whatever it is, creating a two-step for that masterclass is probably a more ideal way to go. Would that be an indirect two-step or a direct two-step? No, so I mean, that'd be direct go. because you're selling. Gotcha, um, okay, Indirect cool. is if you're giving something um, like a like free. way for free or, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of like a, you know, it's like super passive aggressive way to, to like pre, you're essentially with an indirect two-step, all you're doing, your goal is to, um, to gauge intent. So your goal is really, it's very similar to ask method in the sense that like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you want to figure out what percentage of your audience is actually interested in solving this problem. Gotcha. So if they raise their hand, be like, yes, I have this problem. You know, now it's like, okay, we're going to give them this free guide, but if you do it right, you can shorten the sales cycle to, you know, with the right soft offer, you can have a sales cycle to the higher price thing that's seven days. So, you know, Mm -hmm. just because you're selling something that's lower priced, um, doesn't mean that like, Oh, we're going to put the other thing on the back burner. It's just showing us intent. Yeah. Um, and we're creating more intimacy. There's no quicker way for me to create, um, uh, a stronger bond with, um, an audience than to have them buy something from me. Yep. A hundred percent agree, man. Um, we've moved constantly more towards that of like, let's just like make give people, give people a great experience with our lower ticket products, as opposed to just putting them in a Facebook group or like just giving them free content. That's like stuff you can get anywhere. Like it's still good, but it's, they're not getting experience cause they don't have any skin in the game. Um, and they're just that, and that focus and intention is not there with them yet because it's just free content. So I want to ask a bit of a curveball, dude, because I know you're you are really good with two steps um, and done for you content. If you were starting a brand new Facebook group right now, you had to fill it with a ton of qualified buyers. What would be some things? I don't care what market this is; you can pick whatever market you want for this example. Um, what would be some key things you would do to fill that group? Um. So. I had a, I had a, um, soft offer around like 17 posts that grew my group to a thousand members. Mm. And, uh, that was essentially, um, all I did was I was like, how am I going to grow this group? So I grew my group through interviews and I thought those exclusivity, uh, you know, I really think that w- when it comes to Facebook groups, a lot of people make the mistake 
of of ruining exclusivity by you know sharing their content everywhere mm-hmm. um like they their members can get their content on their podcast you know people are linking to their clubhouse and yeah. like yeah. you know that that's a huge mistake in my opinion because like they're joining your community for exclusivity So the number one driver to grow a group, in my opinion, uh, just to give the foundation is exclusivity. Like people join it for community and like you're giving something away that's very exclusive. Um, And I would treat growing a community also very similar to um, to an email list in the sense that like, I want to, you know, I want to have something like gated content. So some type of strategy system, I would narrow down like three to two to three problems that, that are really making your market go insane Hmm. and, uh, solve them with, with, um, you know, easily digested trainings, whatever this or that. And then think of three to five angles to sell those things. Um, three to five ways to like, uh, essentially pitch them um, and then do it on your profiles. Like if it's your Facebook profile, Instagram, clubhouse, whatever, think about three to five different angles to, to pitch that one thing. So then you have like, all right, so, you know, you're getting traffic from each of those, um, trainings. Yeah. Well, you're getting traffic from each of those hooks onto the same training. And if you have three, technically now you have 15, Uh, So 15 different ways to get people into the group. And by that point, you know, it's like there should be enough to gain traction. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how I would do it. Um, I would also, I would also say that if, if you can, and you have a decent network to get interviewed, get Um, interviewed on another Facebook groups, of course, right. uh, Facebook groups, podcasts are great too, but the only thing with podcasts is the latency. Um, you know, who knows when the, when the episode's going to go out, the great thing about doing interviews and Facebook groups, I know for, for, for a fact that this is live right now. Like people are seeing this, you know, exactly. So hundred percent. So I want to recap there really quick. You can set some good things in there that I want to make sure it's, it's, um, understood. You you can use the same like ideas and pillars that you're talking about inside of a Facebook group or inside of an Instagram. uh, email list, or even to, to build like a private podcast list, which is something now where we want to test, which is what we call a stealth podcast. Um, so essentially take the two to three biggest questions your market is, is having or quite problems they're having, solve those problems inside the Facebook group with these free trainings. Say you have three free trainings that solve each of those three problems. Um, each of those trainings will have like three angles of how you're going to pitch that, um, how you're going to pitch that training to people who are outside of the Facebook group to drive them inwards. Is that, is that correct? Am I tracking? No, that's All right. right. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and when, when we're saying angles, you know, um, you know, truth about X, um, confirmation of an existing fear, uh, are, you know, typical angles that you can use. What's um, an example for that one? Confirmation of existing fear. Like, um, have you struggled with X, Y, Z or like, do you ever wonder if, no, you've probably already seen the um, the fall of the U.S. dollar, or how long will it be until the fall of the U.S. dollar? Or so there's a group, of, there's a community, uh, there's a large like that's a existing fear in the eyes of of the consumer. Right. So you got to obviously you need to brainstorm what the existing fears are of your market. Um, gotcha. If it's more general. There's you know. Uh, so like an existing fear for people that were running Facebook ads was iOS 14. So like if I were, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if I were to had, you know, I would have leveraged that that's called news jacking mm-hmm. essentially. Like there's probably things in the news right now that you can relate to your offers. Um, and those are great hooks as well. I but, love that. Uh, okay, cool. So that's some really solid stuff. Even like I'm thinking now, like you could probably use that in a podcast, like position your podcast to solve like three problems. And that's the angle of it all. Uh, they're how you see and create content for that for that um, that audience. In terms of the last thing we chatted about here just briefly, which is creating around creating combining email, which we talked about a little bit already, and social media, mainly Facebook groups like, we, like we've been talking in Facebook organic to create a storm of new buyers. That's probably like that's a loaded question or a loaded title. There's a lot inside of that, dude. But um, what's kind of the what's your strategy around that? What are some things that you see people 
who are really crushing with both those platforms doing? Um, yeah. So, you know, generally I think the, the mindset you have to be in, mm-hmm. um, most people are looking at email and, and, and organic content, social media as silos, right? Instead of working together, I think people that are, uh, well, I know that people that are joining, um, Facebook groups, um, I'm collecting emails, right? But you, you miss an opportunity to sell somebody something um, right there and then through what's great about email that social media cannot do is automation. Like I can't, (laughs) I can't just have automatically send somebody seven emails that are going to lead to a sale better than email. So if I collect an email when somebody joins a Facebook group and I have them go through a five to seven part email sequence um, that essentially sells them on an offer of some kind or gets, a certain percentage of them to book calls or right. I ask, you know, uh, I can use email and, and obviously leverage the Facebook group at the same time to create these new buyers. And uh, uh, so you use the, the power of automation with email and you use the power of connection, intimacy, community with Facebook groups and, and social media. I love that. Um, so, you know, there's going to be, different people in your audience that are going to um, respond to either one. Right? right. And what's cool about email too, is that it's more intimate. Whereas like if they reply to you, they're replying to you. Right. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's like now they're in a messenger conversation. Exactly. You know, it's kind of automatic. Um, exactly. Um, dude, I, I'm curious for, in terms of how you set your Facebook group up, is that how you have it going? Like you collect email, obviously at the front end, people enter, but then they have them go through that seven, maybe five or seven email sequence to buy a, maybe a soft offer of some sort. Uh, is that what you've done? And yeah, how's that work? Yeah. So I'm, I'm redoing it right now because, uh, yeah, so it has to be developed so that, you know, you need this engagement sequence to sell soft offer, get people into the soft offer that will, um, essentially like pre-qualify them for your main thing. Um, you can also, depending on like what you have available to you, cause it's going to also depend on the assets, right? Yeah, so if course. you, if you don't have, it doesn't, it's not going to take long to create a soft offer if you know how to do it right. But it, right. It, you know, if you don't have one and all you have is a higher priced offer, just do the best you can to get replies, um, to start conversations instead mm-hmm. of directly pitching, make it more conversational, yeah. Um, the best copywriters write conversationally, like you don't need an Ivy league, uh, English degree to understand yeah. that. Like you can use very simple language, very c- clear and simple language mm-hmm. to, uh, to sell people through conversation, conversational typed writing versus like, you know, your typical essay and yeah, uh, stuff like that school, from school, you know, absolutely dude. Um, Dude, this has been awesome. First of all, you've wrapped up. We've, we've hit three major, major points here. Number one, go back up to my notes here for a second. Um, number one, how to use Google Docs to pre-sell leads before they close, which you kind of talked about that and how you use restricted access, which is awesome. I haven't been doing that. I've been giving everyone like the, you know, share with anyone links. I'm like, shit, I need to change that. Um, number two, how to create offers that monetize other people's audiences through soft offers and through interviews and being going around interviews in, in other groups. And then number three, um, why your two steps should be more like land or should be right. Like more like landing pages as opposed to ads, which I've never thought of looking at like, Hey, the Facebook group pinned, like the announcement section is actually a freaking landing page. Um, that's a, that's a huge, huge thing because we're already getting traffic there. We need to optimize that for collecting emails and, and getting conversations started. Um, Dude, is there anything I asked? I didn't ask you that um, I should have asked you in terms of what we covered today. Yeah, I, I honestly think that like what we shared today would make somebody like if they implement it. And that's really the thing, like implementation, it, you know, having the knowledge to do something well and, and do it extremely well is one thing. And then implementing is another. I yeah. think there's like more people that are are learning and not enough people implementing. Like there are very few implementers. Um that's why I do what I do because like, I think it's an untapped opportunity. Like there's a massive need for people to just do it instead of like overthink it. Um, and, uh, I mean, if there's anything we didn't cover, it was really just the mindset around it. Like, you know, you don't have to be perfect when Mm -hmm. writing two steps, like, you know, um, really the biggest thing is like 
make sure you have the assets available to you to naturally lead somebody from, you know, uh, an, uh, from like a stranger to, to who you are to essentially a, a customer, a longtime customer that promotes you forever. So if you have Got assets it. that bring them through the buyer journey, you're going to be successful. Got it, dude. And for people who want to connect with you, um, learn more about what you do with clients. Like I know you do done for you content. So you write amazing copy for people who just like, they want to get traction with their social media, especially Facebook, and they want to get people into conversations. You're the man to go for for that. Um, what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, so let me just, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm more struggling right now with the uh, fulfillment of it Got as it. far as like I have more demand for, like I, I, we'd have to have the conversation with the person and most, uh, all the clients right now are doing, um, already hitting six figures. Uh, a month. So just gotcha. pre-qualifying people on there. Good, um, good but, but if you're doing that and you want to offboard it, like you don't want to touch it, then we can like, you know, you just want to, you know, you just want to have conversations, just show up for your setters that are, mm-hmm. you know, pre-sold and, uh, and you just want somebody to do that for you completely offboard it. Um, then we can have the conversation. You can just hit me up on, um, on social, uh, yeah. and then we can, I can give you the links and stuff. Dope. Um, but as far as like, if you just want to see my stuff, which is the, the vast majority of you and yes. you want to like read through my content, uh, and you want to download the swipe file, um, then, uh, I can give you the link to the, the swipe file. I'm not sure if you have it already. I will. Um, I think I have it cause we, had, I, I probably downloaded it. Yeah, I did. Or I got access to it a long time ago and I'm in Mim- minimalist methods is your podcast is your Facebook group. Um, I'll make sure I link the Facebook group your Facebook group link down below. And um, I guess when people go in there, they can probably get the free swipe file as well as like connect with you if they're interested in anything else. Yeah. And that, that my, my, my approach to all this is slightly a bit different than most people. I'm a much better marketer than I am at sales much better. <laughs> so like before I hop on the phone with somebody, I want them to know who I am, what I'm, what I'm capable of, how, how I can help them yeah. and solve most of their problems. And then it's like an easy conversation. It's exactly. Like, you know, are they in the right you know, they, most of the time I hop on the people uh, on the phone and I already know they're in the right financial position, you know, cause like I'm doing what I teach, you know, or, well, I don't, I'm not really teaching it. I'm doing it. So yeah, he's executing. So, yeah. Dope. Dope. Well, dude, thanks cool, again man. for coming on. Um, yeah, of course. I will make sure we have all the links for the Facebook group, the, where you can get the swipe file as well as direct contact to you in the show notes for anyone listening, as well as in the Facebook group. Thank you guys. Hashtag replay and live. If you are around and I will see y'all later. Cool. Peace.